It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, I sure hope we are. I hope we have exactly what you need today. Welcome, moms. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We focus on the importance of each and every mother out there because you are raising up our next generation in some really tough times right now. So I want to help you today. I know that many moms must have some very big questions and some huge needs at the moment. So we're bringing you an expert to bust through some of the myths that surround COVID-19 and the pandemic, who can also give moms specific advice that will help you and your children in this time. We've got the best medical advice from Dr. Sasha Shilkut, who's a mom and uh, also a wife and uh, an expert on this stuff. So we've got some resources for moms today, moms in need. So stick around for that. And also something special for Easter as well. So stay tuned for Channel Mom after 60 seconds to hear from our amazing sponsors. As parents, we want to see our children run for more than gold in their personal race of faith in Jesus Christ. This summer at Idrahaji, one of Colorado's top summer camps, we'll explore how to train for a future eternity during a week of amazing Rocky Mountain adventure. From rock climbing to swimming, horse rides, hiking, and so much more, there's something for your child to enjoy. Idrahaji is full of faith and full of fun. Register now while spots remain at idrahaji.org. That's I-D-R-A-H-A-J. The Life Center in Littleton is here for you. Whether you or someone you know needs help with groceries, GED prep, finding community, or figuring out what faith in Jesus really means, the Life Center wants to help. Located just south of downtown Littleton, we exist to offer our community practical help and lasting hope. Find out more at lifecenterlittleton.org. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. We had a little technical difficulty there. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I do want to remind you to check out idrahaji.org because Camp Idrahaji may be having to change their schedule because of all that's going on. And also lifecenterlittleton.org. They've got help for families. I uh, imagine they're not in the office right now, but you can certainly call, leave a message, and see how they might be able to help you or your loved one. So uh, be sure to check them out, all of our sponsors. I also just want to say that. Uh, A little shout-out to one of our faithful listeners, Lisa who I met at the Writers on the Rock conference, as well as some 
market mentions, some warm welcomes to the moms listening to us all over the U.S. in Little Rock, Arkansas, and in Barber County, Kansas, also right here in Denver, Colorado, and the folks in Alabama as well. We're so glad to have you on board. You know what? I wish I had the perfect thing to say to all of you to make you feel better, to give you hope and give you peace and give you strength in this time. I've got a microphone, so my hope is that I can use it to give encouragement that you all need today as mothers. I want every single mom to feel loved and appreciated by us, whether that mom believes in God or not. I just want you to know that we love you. We recognize your importance and your sacrifice as you're raising your children the very best that you can in some very difficult times. Where would the world be without mothers right now? Honestly, my papa was recently reminding me of the kind of sacred value of a mother's love as he told me about witnessing, unfortunately, a mom who was mourning the loss of her adult daughter from this pandemic. Uh, It was on the news and my dad was watching her just weep over her child. Every mom could identify with that feeling of that precious mother and losing her child. And I just think of every mom and the love that they have to give and the love that they're exercising right now to help their children. And uh, this mother that was mourning for her daughter, I think her daughter had a very modest job. And I don't know what's what, if it's her job that got her sick, but I think she cleaned toilets or something like that for a living. So that brings me to my thanks that I just want to issue to everybody out there today. Thank you to all the first responders and all those who are putting themselves at risk, the doctors, the nurses, the hospital workers, uh, also uh, the truckers who we're relying on right now, the grocery store workers, and those who are without work, who are doing their very best to serve their families and their neighbors. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please press on and don't give up. I wish I could come to everybody's house and just encourage you, but you probably wouldn't let me in. (laughs) That's not social distancing. But I would love to be there this weekend in particular to remind you of the unfathomable sacrifice that Christ gave for all of humanity. What a thing to remember in this time that I could uh, celebrate Easter with you, but we're all sort of stuck on our own right now. So I just want to encourage you to join your church online, help somebody this Easter, try to bring something to somebody who you know doesn't have access to the outside world. You can social distance when you're dropping something off for somebody. I did just learn about a TV show that's going to be on in honor of Easter on Easter Sunday. It's called A Question of Faith. It's going to be on the Lifetime channel at 8 p.m. Eastern Time by producer Angela White. So if you want something to watch on Easter Sunday in the evening, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, A Question of Faith, I hope blesses you. And finally, one more thing before we get to our guest. If any of you mothers out there are in need of diapers, wipes, or formula, or you know somebody who is, please email us at channelmom at gmail, channelmom at gmail.com, because we can direct you to an agency that's providing all of those things, diapers, wipes, and formula for free at this time. So email us if you know somebody who could use some help there. All right. I just, I, I have a half an hour, not even. And I just have a heart to tell every mom across America, I want to help you. There are people there to help you. Stay encouraged. God is there. He is in this. He can make things work together for good for you. So I just want to encourage you. And I know our guest can do that today. And that is why I invited her. She uh, has got some super helpful information for all of us about this pandemic and how to help our kids, our families stay healthy and strong. She is Dr. Sasha Shilkut. She's a renowned cardiac on, uh, I'm having a hard time pronunciating, pronouncing things today because I'm at my home studio. I'm a little distracted. Uh, so please forgive me. I, and I hope that uh, you can hear me loud and clear from the home studio. She's a renowned cardiac anesthesiologist. She's also a TEDx speaker and a CEO of Brave Enough 
where she leads over 11,000 women uh, physicians on living connected and courageous lives. She's got a new book called Between Grit and Grace, The Art of Being Feminine and Formidable. We'll tell you how to reach out to her and get access to those things. She recently wrote an article for Crosswalk.com called Seven COVID-19 Myths busted by an MD mom. So she's going to get to some of those myths today and help bust through some of them. She's also got one lifeline that will help save you and others from spreading the virus. She's also going to talk about being quarantined at home with your kids and how to survive that. And and maybe if you're having some tense times with your spouse or your children, she's going to help you through that as well. But I'm going to start with something really tough. First, I want to welcome you, Dr. Shilkut, to Channel Mom. Thanks for being here today. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm just honored to be here and share with you and encourage all the moms that are listening. I know. I'm grateful that you know what you're doing and you can give us kind of a voice of reason and uh, knowledge because a lot of us just don't know what's happening. So I'm going to start with kind of a tough question. It's not on your press release, but I'm pretty sure you can answer it. I've, I've heard people talk about the response to this pandemic and some saying it wasn't enough and some saying it's way too much. I've heard people behind closed doors. They wouldn't say this out in public, but are we overreacting? Are we doing too much? Are we cutting off too much commerce? Are we creating a huge burden in our economy and and personal finances with no good reason? So I I would love for you to explain because I'm guessing that most of us don't understand how a pandemic works and what kind of a threat we are under. Why did we have to go through this major lockdown? I'm sure people want to understand that. Yeah, that's a great question. And I think if, you know, hindsight is always 2020. And obviously, there were some things in our response that definitely could have been uh, better had we known or had we had more uh, leeway um, or more just so if we would have had more supplies. But the truth is, a lot of the things that we were depending on to kind of respond to this pandemic uh, were coming out of China or were not or were hit by even in Utah, um, they had an earthquake and some of our testing supplies were damaged in that. So, you know, I think that we could point the blame in a lot of different places, but the truth is this is a very serious virus and that can cause a very critical disease. And the fact that we are, America is responding and we're all staying home is a testament to, I think, our country and our communities, and it's working. Um, I think that it, we're, so the bottom line is I think we're doing the best we can given what resources we have. The thing about healthcare in the United States is it's, we have really good healthcare. The problem is that we run very lean, meaning we don't have a lot of extra. It's an expensive uh, thing to go to the hospital to require any services, and we don't have a lot of extra people or a lot of extra um, supplies just sitting around on any given day because it's already expensive. So the way that we, you know, tried to respond to this was honestly the best that we could given the status of healthcare in our country. And okay, you know, okay, so I just I want to think- interrupt quickly. Yeah. Um, I, I want to look at sort of today's numbers, and, and I'm mostly up to date. You know, for the U.S., we're approaching half a million cases. We're approaching 18,000 deaths for the U.S. Here in Colorado, uh, we're just over 6,000 cases and uh, about 227 deaths. I don't want to diminish any of the deaths. Uh, I'm not trying to, you know, just pass them off as numbers. But um, And then our, our listeners in Arkansas and Kansas and Alabama have lower numbers than that, thankfully. But are you saying that those 
those numbers would have been much, much higher if we didn't create the kind of lockdown that we did? Correct. So I think we've done a really good job in our country in staying home to take care of each other to try to flatten the, the curve to the best of our abilities. Okay. Okay. Thank you for answering that. Because I definitely have had people say, why are we doing this to Really? I mean, lots of people, most people aren't dying from this. So why are we doing all of it? But but my guess is that, that, that the facilities would have been so overwhelmed that then other people would have been jeopardized and, and, and the healthcare workers would have been more jeopardized and all of that. So so thank you for, for you know reassuring us that we're doing the right thing. Okay, so in an article for Crosswalk.com, you wanted to get out there some of the myths that are being spread around about this pandemic. And I want mamas to understand that. So maybe they're not listening to the wrong story sources or they're not um, questioning some of the things that they're doing? Um, are they myths or are they truths? So can you just cover a couple of those myths that you think are most important that moms need to, to know right now? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the most common myths is that if you're young and healthy, you don't need to worry about this. You don't need to stay home. You're not going to be affected by it. But the truth is that you probably can carry, if not are carrying the virus, and you could give it to your neighbor, your friend, um, what we know is about 25 to 30 percent of people between the ages of 25 and 50, so that's not very old, are actually requiring hospitalization if they contract the virus. So if you have mm-hmm. something very common like asthma um, and you're a teenager and you get this virus, you could end up hospitalized. And so it's a really serious thing to stay home and to understand that even if you aren't sick enough to require hospitalization or to die, you could easily give this to a grandparent or a parent who's just maybe has hypertension or high blood pressure or diabetes. That could be enough to send them to the hospital or even cause death. Okay. Um, another myth I do want to touch on is uh, the, 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 where we're getting our information. Because I've certainly got a lot of social media messages sent to me that, that say things like, this virus doesn't like the sun and stay out in the sun and don't drink cold water because <laughs> it, 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 and things like that. And so I just want mamas to know, are those things true? What would, should we be relying on uh, for our source of information? And I, and I know that you have a strong faith and you're informed by your faith in God as well. But, but what about the things that are being spread on social media? and some news outlets? You know, I think as Christians, we have a responsibility to find and and know the truth and not spread things that are not true. And I see a lot of people getting information from social media or from news outlets, and it's just, quite frankly, bad medicine. So I keep telling what I'm telling people in my family and people closest to me is, look every day, there is a health system in your area that is giving out information. Every single hospital has a COVID webpage right now, and they're updating it daily, multiple times a day. That is the place you want to get your information from your primary doctor. I mean, call if you have a question. Don't go, but you can always call. There's, we, We're doing a ton of telehealth over the phone, and you can go to your health system or your local hospital's webpage and find out the most up-to-date information. I mean, this is a public health issue, and we're not going to solve it by, you know, one pill or one vaccine. We're going to solve it through communities taking action to stay well-informed and stay home. 
Okay. Um, I want to touch on maybe one other myth that you think is most important to share with moms. And then I want to make sure we get to the one lifeline. Now, it may seem obvious, but the one lifeline that you want to point out that will save a mom and her children and others from spreading the virus. Um, And then I also want to talk about surviving, staying sane when we're stuck in our (laughs) homes. And then finally, ways that we can be helping people. So so go ahead and, and, uh, you know, touch on the last myth that you think is most important for moms to know. Well, I think a lot of people are am hearing, you know, I, I can go out if I'm not sick. But the, but again, you, we need you to stay home even if you're feeling well because the only way that we're going to do this is by decreasing social contact and we're decreasing the droplets that are out there in society. It's, it's really simple math. So even if you are feeling 100% stay home, that's the biggest thing that you can do. And then if you are sick, if you start feeling ill, whoever in your family, call first instead of driving to the emergency room or driving to the clinic because we're having people go through special doors or go through to special areas that are not the normal ways that you would go to the doctor. So call first. It never hurts to call if you're feeling sick. Yeah. And the masks, I mean, we happen to have, because my son ordered them 10 years ago, I'm not kidding, um, some N95 masks. And if you're healthy and you go out, you have to go to the store. Um, Should you be wearing the masks or or not? I just, I'm curious, should everyone be wearing the masks? If you have a mask and you're going out in public, you should wear it. It's not going to hurt you. Okay. Um, What you don't want to do is touch your face and touch, you know, that's the only thing that could possibly potentially hurt you if you go to the store and you're touching everything at the store and then you touch your mask. You know, you just have to think that the outside of the mask is dirty. That's how you want to think of it. So when you come home, take it off by the strap, throw it in the washing machine if it's a cloth mask, um, and just don't touch the front of it. But you're not going to hurt yourself by wearing a mask out in public if you're healthy. And did you already mention, I, you may have when you were talking about myth, the one lifeline that will save us from spreading the virus, is it the staying home? Staying home. Washing your hands is probably a close second. Oh, washing your hands. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm sure everybody in America has hands that look like they're 98 years old, because mine, mine sure do right now. Everybody's hands are dried out. Yeah. Um, and what about the mom who's frustrated? I mean, frankly, for the first couple of weeks, I'll be honest, I saw some good things of God in all of this. I saw peace. I saw families getting back together. I saw people turning to faith. I saw people to, turning to helping their neighbors. I mean, I saw lots of beautiful things happening. We laid down the religion of busyness and the religion of always running to consumerism to fill ourselves. So good things were happening. But I now know that as time goes on and you're in your house with your kids and everybody needs a laptop for online stuff and uh, you're you're in close quarters and you just want it to be over how do moms survive with with their spouse and their kids and, and not cause relational damage in the midst of this well that's a great question i can tell you as a as a doctor who has four children all of school age uh I was about ready to dig a tunnel last night <laughs> out of my home. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. We're all feeling it, and it's if, the first thing is it's just very normal. It's 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 okay. It doesn't mean something's wrong with you if you feel like you're going crazy. We are all experiencing this stress, and everyone expresses stress and frustration different ways depending on whether you're an extrovert or introvert or you know all of that. And so the first thing is it's totally normal to feel cooped up. I would say that the biggest thing that um, I have found is, number one, everybody should be able to get outside and at least walk around your house. I mean, the other day I had my kids literally just run laps around my house to get outside. There is 
we know that if you sit in the sun, if you're in the sunlight, if you're in a window, bright window, you don't even have to be outside. I know some of people are living in cold areas. It increases your endorphins. So what you want to do is I'm having each of my kids at least sit in the windowsill or somewhere close to the sun if they can't get outside for at least 15 minutes because it instantly boosts your mood. The second thing is that what we want to do right now is something that we're calling in in medicine prehab, which is basically getting ready for whatever's coming. And you want to get in the best health of your life right now. That's really the honest truth. So eating vegetables, getting outside, moving your body. You know, um, we were doing this thing the other day with all of us and our family where every hour or on the hour we were doing 10 jumping jacks just to just to get up and move so that you're not sitting in one place on a screen for three hours because that's yeah. when you start getting internally frustrated. So moving your body, eating t- really well, sleeping well, and then, and then sitting in the sun if you can't get outside. It really does help. Yeah, and it also, I mean, I, I was giving some tips to moms the other day based on some of my research. Sun also increases your vitamin D, and vitamin D helps build your immune system. Am I correct about that, doctor? Correct. You're very correct. Yes. That's great advice. <laughs> yes. And, and also, um, we need stress relief because stress causes disease. It makes us more susceptible to getting disease. And, and all of those things you were mentioning, exercising and eating better and sleeping better and getting out in the sun and relaxing in the sun, those things can all reduce our stress and make us less susceptible to getting the disease. I love that I see everybody walking. This is fabulous. I mean, it, it is a time for America to get back in shape, to learn to eat better, to get more sleep. I mean, that is amazing to me. It's kind of been a reset for so many of us. And again, I'm not belittling those who are suffering right now. We're all, I mean, our family is having some financial, you know, setbacks. Um, I have a part job that kind of went away and, and I know people are suffering with, with illness and with the setbacks and even maybe have lost a, a loved one. So the, I, 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 my heart goes out to you. And, and this is horrific for, for so many people, but there are also some really fabulous things going on. And I want people to embrace that part of it as well. Would you agree with me? Yeah, and I think, you know, there's a season for everything. And certainly, um, you know, there's a lot of people hurting right now, and a lot of people are going through different things, and it's a season. And I keep telling myself that. I keep saying, okay, you know, a couple months ago I could barely breathe because I was, I, I don't, I mean, I was flying here and flying there and driving this person to soccer game here, and I would have given anything to have a week at home. So I think, yeah. you know, there's a season, and um, while we're in a, a difficult season right now, it, it will pass, and I think we have to have, you know, that hope, and I know for myself, when I start getting, I feel that kind of my heart fluttering, and I get kind of anxious, and I start to feel stressed, it's typically because I'm reading something online, so yeah. I have had to really control my what I'm reading, you know, and I've been, I've been shutting down the news and shutting off social media and grabbing a book and instantly I feel better in about 15 minutes. And that's, I know I've been doing that as well for our children. We, we don't have the news on. We are not looking at social media when it comes to this virus. We want to be in, encouragers and not people who, uh, of fear. Um, and, and just to be pointing toward uh, people toward encouragement and hope and peace, that's going to be better for their health as well. I want to leave the last two minutes to talk about how we can help. It occurs to me that, that so many of us are, are doing all right. We're healthy. We have enough money and, and we can be helping others. And, and I really want to take that seriously. God wants us to turn around if we're blessed and pass on that blessing. And so I I was looking up some resources and I want to lean on you for some resources. I found that there's a place called Mask or Mask Dash Match. 
I don't know if it's perfectly legitimate, so check it out. But mask dash match. If you've got masks to donate, they can find places to uh, give them to. So mask dash match.com also meals on wheels america.org they really need your help right now to get meals to so many people who don't have enough money who don't have services meals on wheels.org and then of course samaritanspurse.org is taking in funds to help those in new york city with their emergency field hospital and also in italy so helping people worldwide so those are some resources that i discovered that even if you got 20 bucks because you're feeling like you're blessed right now you'd like to pass on the blessing those are some places to do it do you have some recommendations for how people can help doctor yeah, another way, great website is Mask a Hero, and um, that website is actually created by a friend of mine, and she's making sure that people on the front lines have masks, and so that you can find out more about that online, Mask a Hero. The other thing is almost every community's hospital is has a drop-off for either elastic to make the masks. A lot of us are making masks from surgical-grade materials, but we are lacking elastic. So uh, if you have any of that, um, and if you can donate specific supplies to your local hospital, a lot of hospitals are also making homemade hand sanitizer, but they're making it in the hospital and they need specific products. So I want to encourage everyone to go to their local health systems webpage, and almost everybody has some type of COVID need in your community at your hospital. And, and and get your children involved in the process. It, it teach them that uh, we can always take our own blessing and turn around and help somebody else and be a blessing to somebody else. I got to let you go. We've only got one minute left. I got to say goodbye to everybody. Quickly, how do people find you? You can find me at becomebraveenough.com. And you can find my book anywhere online in Barnes & Noble or Target online, Amazon. Becomebraveenough.com. Thank you, thank you, Dr. Shilcut, for being with us today. God bless you. Stay safe. Stay, stay well. Thank you for your, your help today. Thank you so much. Okay, folks, thanks for tuning in. Sorry that it was, you know, kind of an up and down show. It's a little weird to be broadcasting from my house, but I do have a broadcast kit now. It took a pandemic to get me a home broadcast kit. Um, You know, I just got to thank every mom out there. Maybe nobody is remembering to thank you. So thank you for all you're doing to raise your babies well. The whole world is dependent on you doing that. Stay strong. Check us out at channelmom.com. We do have some resources for you. So grateful to our donors who keep us on the air. Be blessed. Don't give up. Hang in there. Your kids are depending on you. Thanks for listening today. Believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.